In Season 2's second episode, Matt and I introduce one of Burgess Inspection's amazing inspectors, Charlie Brown. Join us in learning a little bit about Charlie and why you want him to be your home inspector. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Between the Cracks podcast. I'm Madden. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to be introducing our newest segment, Meet the Inspector. That's right. Meet the Inspector. Charles. Charlie. Brown. One of our newer inspectors. And quite the fun guy. Quite the personality. Yes, yes. Fun to I, talk to. Fun, fun, fun to be around for sure. I remember the first time I met him, I was new here. And he was sitting in the front and I had no idea who he was. And I like walked up to the front and I was sitting there for a couple minutes. And he was just like, hey, I'm Charlie Brown. And I was like, cool. I had no idea why he was there or who he was. <laughs> there was no, I'm an inspector. It was, I was just like, there is a man sitting up front. And I'm not sure why. And it took me like a long time to figure out who that man was. Yes, yeah, so if you ever actually want to get an inspection done by someone from uh, Peanuts. that He's your guy. Give us a call. Yeah, no, his, his Christmas tree was Peanuts themed. He just, he embodies Charlie Brown. That's right. So let's go uh, meet Charlie. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Between the Cracks podcast. Today, we're trying out a new segment called Meet the Inspector, where you guys get to come behind the scenes and learn a little bit more about the inspectors we have here at Burgess Inspections. I'm Madden. And I'm Matt. And I'm Charlie. And he's the one we're going to be interviewing today. It's very exciting. So, Charles, my first question, we always call you Charles, and you just introduce yourself (laughs) as Charlie. Which is it? I can go either way. My last name is Brown, so usually I don't get a choice. <laughs> so most people call you Charlie? Yes. Nice. Okay. It was funny because you got introduced to me as Charles, and so I was like, ah, he's Charles. And then I go, like, I heard from other inspectors. So you're like, oh, Charlie Brown. And they're like, what? And Scooter doesn't believe you like to go by Charlie Brown. Um, and so he always corrects us, which is funny when we do call you Charlie. Oh, they're, they're, everybody's trying to be super polite about it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nobody wants to like be offensive. Like you've heard it all your life. You're like, you know. But I thought what was funny was one of the first times I saw him go for a home inspection, he was wearing like this orange shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's like perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, goes, and goes with his it. Charlie Brown Christmas tree. That's right. Had yeah, Snoopy sitting next to it. It was perfect. <laughs> It was really easy when we played Guess the Christmas Tree Game. (laughs) So, uh, Charles, how about you uh, tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, As far as my work background, I mean, I started off in the military when I was a young lad. And then shortly after that, when I got out, kind of bounced around a little bit, doing different things, working security in Memphis and went to the National Guard, did air traffic control there. Stayed within the security field for a little bit and then moved on to other things. So when I got back to Virginia, I had my master's degree and then I was trying to pursue stuff in law enforcement from there, but that didn't really pan out. So then I decided to kind of shift gears and started doing uh, work here in Richmond. Uh, I was working with a moving company and they also did like file work as far as you know moving files and uh, digitizing uh, paper files and things like that. And then I uh, had the opportunity to start a company with uh, somebody. So we started a uh, 
contractor business. And that went on for a few years. I stayed with them for a little bit and got out of that. But that kind of led me into home inspection because from there I was doing insurance inspections and such on behalf of the client for getting roofs approved and things like that. And then I kind of fell into home inspection when I left that field. Okay. And, and you're from Virginia originally, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I grew up almost my whole life in Virginia. So. Okay. All right. And uh, here's an interesting thing that I know about Charles because he mentions it quite often. Is he All the time. is a lover of Asian cuisine. All of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a favorite? I would say right now Korean is my favorite. I mean, there's a lot of really good Chinese, Japanese dishes out there. Thai, uh, pretty Vietnamese. Oh, I love pho. If I can get a hold of that, I will. And <laughs> it's so great because in Broad Street, there's a lot of different restaurants for pho. You can, once you hit that uh, that area by, was it Horseshoe or Horse Pen? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like four or five different r- restaurants right there. So Okay. What's your uh, favorite restaurant? Uh, I would have to say... Fo Tien Fat 2 over by the, the area has got Dave's Bridal. And there's the, the Asian grocery store, the, the large one there. Can't remember the new Grand Market. That's the name of it. It's like right next to that. Did you call it Fo? fo, fo I'm sorry, Fo Tien Yeah, Fo Tien Fat, I think. Yeah. And it's Don't fun. quote me on that or cancel <laughs> me. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's right there next to the new Grand Market. Right. If I wanted to get any kind of uh, food to cook for myself that's uh, a little more exotic than what I can find in Ashland, then that's where I go. So. All right. What would you like to learn about? Well, I already know a little bit about your hobbies, but please elaborate more on what you do after work. So I like to paint miniatures. Don't really have any groups to play tabletop games with at the moment, but I still have a lot of unpainted miniatures that I like to sit down and spend a few hours doing that or any kind of like art projects that I got at the home. And I'm always, I'm constantly doing like home improvement stuff in my dad's house and garage because the house is built in the sixties. So there's lots of work that still needs to be done on it. We're just kind of modernizing some things there and finishing up the garage and doing stuff like that. Or otherwise, I'll just unwind watching horror movies and playing video games or something to that effect. Okay, nice. So back to work. Because um, we got to get there, right? I guess. Like, I think I'm telling you people, if you get a chance to book an inspection with Charles, I think you're going to thoroughly enjoy it. Very personal person. Um, but you know, tell us what you like about doing home inspections. Every house is a new little adventure. So when I go in there... It, you know, I've never been there before and I'll just find all these nice little things that just kind of pop out to me that may not pop out to other people who don't do home inspections. So it's kind of fun to, you know, guide them along the process and show them things about the home. I try and read up on historical homes and things like that, especially for Richmond. So, cause sometimes little things like, like that go unnoticed. It's not a defect, but it's just interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool to point that out and it makes the experience a little more memorable for uh, clients and whatnot. And I noticed that with my mentors, they do a lot of that too. So, like especially Mike, I'm gonna give a little, a little shout out. It's uh, Mike Zalki, mm-hmm. or Zuhiki, as some clients call him. <laughs> I prefer Zulhiki. So. <laughs> well, you know, and then and then caller ID calls him Zolka, right? Zolka. Right. <laughs> but he's extremely knowledgeable, and he's been showing me a lot. 
and um, and he he's got a lot of historical knowledge about homes and things with that. So, all right, have you come across any interesting or crazy things out in the field yet? Uh, I wouldn't say anything really crazy. Um, at least not yet. I'm, although I'm sure there's some out there. Uh, probably the one thing I see the most, though, especially when I get further out and away from Richmond, is a lot of these traps being used that are not quite P-traps. or the corrugated ones that are or the accordion pipes. Mm-hmm. And they're only meant for temporary use, but they've been in there for like 20 years. That's not <laughs> self-scouring. That doesn't block sewer gases. This is terrible. But right. That's probably the most common thing that I find under the sink is, is that. Okay. All right. So you also do a bunch of our ancillaries, and you're recently radon certified. How was the process of getting radon certified? It could be easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, State of Virginia representative. Could be easier. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of great knowledge, but it comes along with radon and learning about some of the things that are specific to radon and the health risk and such. And for me, for the most part, though, it's it's kind of easy to do and kind of not like the, the knowledge part uh, you got to get that down and take the test and everything but going out in the field and and actually executing what you need to do for the radon test is you know pretty simplified at this point and i think it's a pretty good service that people should take advantage of and you know if you haven't had your home tested check it out you know there's our company we we do that and i think our tests are about two days long mm-hmm. yes so, the short too, ones, anyways. Yeah, yeah. short test, not too much of an inconvenience. Help you get a good reading, and yeah. let you know. Let, we can guide you from there with recommendations on what to do if uh, your readings are kind of high or, or what have you. So, yeah, absolutely. I know you like talking about ancillaries, so I figured we should. We throw in. I also do sewer scopes. <laughs> yes, they're and gross, but they're worth it for the homeowner. And mold screening, you just do it all. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you. Charles just did a sewer scope in Richmond. People don't say it's here, but he got he found this stuff called Orangeburg. <clears throat> Orange, and it's not the first time we found it in Richmond, by the way. But Orangeburg is like this paper pipe, basically. It's paper wrapped in tar. Yeah, like bitumen paper. Yeah, and that's basically what it is. And it was used well over fifty years ago. And of course, water destroys it. Right? Anything else can destroy it. It's just not good stuff. It is like the worst stuff ever made for pipes. Mm-hmm. And so when we see that, I mean, that's an automatic. You got to replace it. Yeah. And that was the, the first day. time that I've seen that on video, like doing it myself. Yeah. And because uh, I hadn't come across it before, usually it's just cast iron, clay, concrete, PVC, ABS. Yeah. So I learned about it. Hadn't seen it since I learned it, and it was like. Wait, is this concrete? No. They're like, dude, this is a good find. This is orange bird. <laughs> Very, nice. Very nice. I would have a no idea what that was. So that's very, very interesting. I'll tell you one more reason, especially if you're in downtown Richmond and areas like that where in the older houses, it is so super important to have that stuff checked out. And we have great guys that can do that for you. Mm-hmm. So... Well, is there anything uh, you'd like to tell us about yourself that uh, we haven't asked? See, I knew we'd get to a hard-hitting question eventually. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty simple. <laughs> I do this because I like helping people, and 
Uh, it's basically why we got into contracting to begin with and then why I moved over to home inspection services because it's, it's a good service. You feel good at the end of the day. You help somebody out, you know, help them make a, with your recommendations, a pretty good decision on what to do next. And, you know, a lot of times people got questions after the fact and usually we'll take those calls and it's not, it's not a huge deal on us even after hours to just be like, yeah, I've spent a few minutes with a client on the phone just to kind of reassure them or, you know, let them know what the deal is and stuff like that or expand on anything that they didn't understand on the, on the report so yeah I, I, that's one of the things that i personally like about you and one of the things that has always been important to this company is, is the customer service end not just uh getting a paycheck but actually wanting to help people having mm-hmm. something important to do so uh, we do we do appreciate what you do here and we hope you stick around <laughs> yep. yeah. so we'll do our best to make you happy <laughs> So we've covered what food we've covered hobbies we've covered work work yeah mm-hmm. absolutely any well let me ask you so you, thank you for your service by the way mm-hmm. uh, did you go anywhere interesting that you're allowed I mean, to talk about <laughs> you know that uh, you know afghanistan was pretty nice a lot of sand a lot of sand uh, <laughs> iraq pretty cool too you know get your palm trees there, out there. And, yeah a little, little bucket and shovel making little sand castles and whatnot and <laughs> I mean, my, my time overseas was, was pretty awesome for me, personally. Yeah. It was, uh, I know everybody's had a largely different experiences, and I was in the infantry at the time, so very different experience than most. I was there with a good group of guys, and then I went to the 1st Armored Division. So I started off 82nd, then 1st Armored Division, linked up with those guys down in Iraq. Uh, pretty good group of guys there, too. And... It's uh, it like a whole other world, whole different experiences, the things I wouldn't trade for anything. So, have you ever done any uh, skydiving outside of paratrooping? It, they're not paying me to do that, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Charles, thank you for coming in today, and and hopefully everybody got to learn a bit more about one of our inspectors. And like said, Charles Brown, just call up. Email us, ask for Charles. We'd be glad to send him out to your house and get you set up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's fabulous to work with, guys. Yep, this is Charlie Brown and the Peanut Gang, and we're signing off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed learning and meeting Charlie Brown. He is super fun and super thorough and a fabulous guy to have do your home inspection. Absolutely. So if you want to have Charlie... Do your home inspection. You can schedule that online at BurgessInspects.com. You can call us here at the office, or you can give us an email at info at BurgessInspects.com. Absolutely. We'd be happy to get that scheduled for you. So, Madden, I have a few questions for you. This is scary. About home inspections. Okay. All right. Number one inspect. Number one question. Mm-hmm. The number one inspector? Though, that's hard. I don't know if I should be giving <laughs> that answer on, on mic. I'll tell you So later. you just said Mike is the number one inspector? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant microphone. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. Mm. Maybe a Freudian slip right there. <laughs> All right. First question. Any home inspector can do a new construction inspection. False. That is false. 
if you were getting a new home and you need it inspected, and I highly recommend that you do get it inspected, make sure that home inspector has the new construction designation on their home inspection license. They are required to have that. Now, many inspectors out there do, but not all of them. So nope. make sure you know who is doing your inspection. On top of that, Madden, there are three types of new construction inspections. Oh, that's such a tricky one. I schedule these all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to start with that pre-drywall, which is before they put up the insulation under the drywall so you can see any of the defects laying in the framing or the... Um, pipes, wires, all that stuff before it gets covered. Then we move on to the pre-closing, which is going to be basically when it's fully finished. It's just right before they move in, you want to make sure that everything is ready for them to move in. And then finally, at about that 11 months, one year mark, uh, the warranty inspection, just so that the people living in that house can have a list to give to the builder before their warranty expires. All right. And... Uh does Burgess have a package? Burgess does have a package. If you do all three, you get 25% off that warranty inspection. If you do either the pre-drywall in the warranty or the new or the pre-closing in the warranty, you get a 15% discount off the warranty inspection. So save that money and have the best company do your inspection for you. Absolutely. So Madden, are there historic homes in Richmond? I do believe there are, yes. And is there any special training required for a home inspector to do mm -hmm. those types of homes? Required? No. It is recommended for sure that there is training given to them. Absolutely. And if you are buying a historic home in Richmond, you want to make sure that the person doing that inspection knows historic homes. Because there is a difference. And you don't want them looking at a historic home and inspecting it the same way they would a brand new home. Here at Burgess, we do offer many courses and trainings above, above and beyond the state minimums to ensure that our men, our inspectors, inspectors. Yep. excuse me, hopefully we, we don't have any women right now, but I hope we get one. <laughs> but at this time, we do make sure that they go above and beyond on their training. Absolutely. We want them to be able to inspect any home they get sent to. That's right. So finally. Oh, I'm doing so well. Give me the last one. <laughs> Burgess Inspections offers a walk and talk. What exactly is a walk and talk? I don't know how much of a question that was because we do offer it. That would be, you know, they do offer a walk and talk. Did I say, do they, do we offer? You did. You were like. Burgess Inspections offers, and it kind yes. of—it was kind of like you phrased it as a question. No, the question was, "What is a walk-in?" I understand that that was the question, but the first part, it seemed like you were gonna end it with a question. All right, gotcha. Um, anyways, it was like a true/false. <laughs> they're like, okay, so a walk-in talk is a general overview of the condition of the house. It's very quick. It's typically about thirty minutes to an hour max. And it's just going to walk through and check those really big ticket items in a house, like the roof, the HVAC system, things that you want to know about when you can't exactly have a full inspection for either reasons of waiving an inspection or any other reason that one might not have an inspection done at first. They walk and talk is a great alternative. 
And uh, I might have missed this, but when do they need to make sure that's, that's scheduled for? For the showing of the properties, typically when we see the most walk and talks booked. All right. And, what and when do you expect to get that report afterwards? Unfortunately, there is no report with the walk and talk. It is priced at a lower price point and it is a little bit quicker. But we do encourage the clients to take notes when the inspector does give their full summary, especially concentrated on those areas of concern. Yep. Just a, just a quick check, you know, when you're able to have to, like you said, waive that home inspection. But at the same time, if you get the walk and talk and then when you move in, if you want a full inspection done just for your own due diligence, we also do the move-in inspection. And we do offer a discount on the move inspection for doing the walk and talk. Absolutely. It is, it's such a great service that we do offer because when it's really competitive, people do have to waive inspections, which is never recommended, but we understand. And at least having an idea of what you're getting yourself into for the house is really important That's before right. you buy it. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have plenty of great inspectors, as you saw one today, plenty yes. of great inspectors here that are willing to take care of you. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today, and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Between the Cracks podcast. 